If anybody's still out here, the fire is on Front Street and it is time to go. A tragic situation is developing in Hawaii. That's where we're starting today on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Thursday, August 10th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one, at least 36 people have died in devastating wildfires in Hawaii. Several large fires are raging across the Big Island and Maui. Video shows a rescue helicopter flying over the decimated tourist town of Lahaina on Maui. Oh my gosh, look at the harbor. Oh my gosh. Dry conditions, drought, and high winds connected to Hurricane Dora have fueled the fire spread. Shelters are at capacity. Hundreds of families have been displaced, and visitors have been asked to stay away. The situation is developing fast, so you can follow updates as they unfold on our site. Number two. Twitter was fined $350,000 for failing to turn over Donald Trump's data. New court filings show that back in March, Twitter was ordered to give the data to the special counsel investigating the lead-up to the January 6, 2021 attack. Twitter, which is now named X, was fined for handing the data over three days after the court order deadline. It's not clear what was in the data, but an indictment against a former president, which was revealed this month, references 18 of his tweets, including seven from January 6th. Number three, an Ecuadorian presidential candidate was assassinated. Fernando Villavicencio was shot dead as he left a political rally in Quito last night. He was one of the leading candidates in the upcoming elections, which are less than two weeks away. Villavicencio was a member of the country's National Assembly before it dissolved in May ahead of new elections. He had vowed to crack down on drug trafficking. Nine other people were also injured in the shooting. Number four, the FBI fatally shot a man who allegedly threatened President Biden. The shooting happened yesterday as agents were serving an arrest warrant in Provo, Utah. The man had allegedly posted online threats to kill Biden and other government officials. The incident took place just hours before the president landed in Salt Lake City, which is one hour north of Provo. This is Biden's first visit to Utah as president on the last leg of a trip to three western states. Number five, the fight against rising prices may have stalled last month. The government's latest inflation figures will be released this morning. They're expected to show a pickup in inflation after 12 months of steady decline. Economists say the bump is linked to temporary factors like rebounding hotel and energy prices. So there should still be progress longer term. But even if inflation is eventually cooled, the price of many items, like a gallon of milk or a new house, are unlikely to return to pre-pandemic levels. Number six. Robbie Robertson, the guitarist and songwriter of The Band, has died. 
Robertson was the leader of the influential folk rock group, The Band. He helped forge a new genre called Americana in the 1960s and 70s. It blended country, folk, and rock. Robertson, who was Canadian, wrote some of the group's biggest hits, including The Wait and The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down. His manager said he died yesterday, but didn't give a cause. He was 80. And at number seven, taking just 4,000 steps a day can have big health benefits. For years, 10,000 steps a day has been seen as an ideal fitness goal. But a new study found that the risk of dying from any cause begins to fall at around 4,000 steps. But keep getting those extra steps in. Experts say you should really be taking as many steps as you can each day. For people under 60, the most notable benefit comes between 7,000 and 13,000 steps per day. I just counted, and it takes me 34 steps to get to my kitchen. So that would put me at 34 steps. So I got to go. You're all caught up for today. If you're looking for a good way to dive deeper into the news, you should check out our afternoon show, Post Reports. Yesterday's episode hit close to home for me. It was about news fatigue and what newsrooms can do to respond to this trend. I highly recommend it. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.